Hello, everybody. Welcome to Womenology. It's a chilly but sunny Friday afternoon here in New York City. I'm Kristen. And you're in Baltimore, right? I am. Was I not supposed to say that? No, that's fine. I'm sorry I interrupted you. You're Kristen. I'm Sarah. (laughs) Yes, you are. And yes, I am. We're off to a great start. (laughs) After a roaring start. Uh, and we're, I don't think we've ever recorded this early before. Mm-mm. So, uh, yeah. So we're, uh, this is new. To be clear, new- it is not early. <laughs> it's not that early at all. It's, uh, what is it? It's one o'clock. In the afternoon. Yeah. Good God. So, Sarah. Yep. Um, how has your week been? My week has been fine. My class is wrapping up. Oh, good. That is exciting. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's been the big event so far. Um, I did have a sad day yesterday because Elijah Cummings died. Yeah, and that was very upsetting to me. <laughs> yeah, but just given the timing of it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but so. I'm uh, I'm trying to work through it. You know, mm-hmm. onward and upward. So yeah. Anything else? Uh, no. How's how's your week? How has my week been? Uh, I'm still walking the dogs. It's mm-hmm. still very enjoyable, but you assholes that don't tip me, I will never walk your dog again. <laughs> fair. And, and, you know, fair. Like this morning, I had a 6.30 a.m. walk. Yeah. And thankfully, the dog was right across the street. So I get up, and I get the dog, and it's an hour-long walk, and we power walked across the, the Esplanade, and it, it was really nice. And I took the dog home, and within... 20 minutes half an hour mm-hmm. she had tipped me over 30 percent. okay you know nice. and and i can't tell you what an immense feeling of satisfaction that gives me when when you know that someone feels like oh you did a really good job yeah so those are the people that when i see their see their dogs pop up absolutely i'll, I'll take the walks but i had two people uh, one per one was just they came up in the in the feed uh the way it does in the morning and it was a dog that i loved but mm-hmm. they not only didn't tip me but they didn't rate me either well maybe they still can right maybe they'll get around to it later maybe. i don't know I, I i don't know um but excuse me it up since 5 30 so sorry so if they like they didn't tip they didn't rate and so i was like nope no not gonna i just you know declined it and then i got a request and i've been getting and that's something else too i've been getting specific requests from owners to for me and i kind of want to like sometimes i feel like people are just tone deaf because you're going to request me but you didn't tip me no (laughs) decline (laughs) that's how it works a lot of nerve (laughs) it does take a lot of nerve it really does take an awful lot of nerve to (laughs) I, i just this is how it works. I don't think people understand how it works. But yeah. it, it, imagine it, how they treat people they don't like. <laughs> imagine how they treat like wait staff and just in general. It's yeah. whatever. And it's the you know what? I was just about to say something and this is going to lead into <laughs> what we were going <laughs> to what our very special money episode. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say and it's the upper east side. I mean, it's not like they don't have money. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) like as though it's my place to be making that assumption 
right? Because it's not. It's not my place. Well, it, it isn't. But at the same time, if you are paying someone else to walk your dog, yeah. come on, yeah. man. <laughs> yep. Just do it. Just do it. Um, you sent me an article mm-hmm. called, <laughs> it's a spinoff of Patreon called mm. Matreon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Matreon, the Patreon platform for emotional labor. <laughs> uh, this this popped up today in McSweeney's. Um, it is it, it popped well. It popped up today, um, although it is an older uh, piece. It's from about a year ago, October eighth, twenty eighteen, and uh, I think it's it's a hell of an idea <laughs> because we talk a lot on this podcast about emotional labor mm-hmm. and. And how women are the ones doing it. No one acknowledges it. And there's just, you know, there's never any compensation, mm-hmm. <laughs> much less uh, grateful, gratefulness right. or gratitude. Right. There we go. Gratitude. <laughs> um, so Harmony Cox. <laughs> yeah, English, right? It's, talking is hard. Um, so so Harmony Cox, the author, has <laughs> has come up with. I think a stellar idea. Um, so donor level one, $5 per month. This is social media. Uh, for $5 per month, I will actually read the garbage you tweet at me instead of calling you an asshole and blocking you. Okay. $15 per month, social media plus. I will reply to your tweets with whatever response I think you were hoping for, such as, boy, you sure know a lot about women. Thanks for educating me. Or... I will go on a diet straight away, you absolute <laughs> fucking hero. $50 per month is debate club. <laughs> I, will, I will commit to one extended conversation via Twitter or Skype to affirm any ill-considered, uninformed, and or misogynistic take you have on a social issue or current event. Tell me all about it. I'll tell you you're right. <laughs> and then... Um, and the highest tier, this is the special offer, $1,000 per month Ugh. rape chat. Let's talk about rape and sexual assault and specifically how it isn't your fault. You could tell me how men's lives are ruined as if the vast majority of men who were caught in the first Me Too wave aren't already launching their comebacks. Yeah, right. I know we're definitely not talking about you. You would never rape anybody. Um oh you you don't want to talk to me now maybe you should consider that before initiating these conversations with women in the future one in five women can't be wrong so that's the matreon um where do i sign up or where do i where do i put that is there is there a widget that i can put on our site i'm into it i mean let's yeah let's just see These are services yeah. I'm performing anyway. If I could get paid for them. Yeah. Yeah. This is something, and this is a big reason why I have, st- I, I like, I don't really post on Facebook anymore and Twitter. I, I, I can't even, I really can't deal with anymore because Twitter is a special kind of hell. Twitter really has become this toxic just sludge it's just the quagmire mm-hmm. of toxicity and negativity and i i it, yeah, it's, it's gross like i don't think anyone yeah i don't think anyone's paying attention to it anymore 
the only people that follow me at this point are bots or scammers. Oh. Like it's I every day I must get two or three guys and it's like Mike one two three four five, <laughs> and you look at his tweets and it's like hello gorgeous, I, I am so blessed to have you as a follower or something. Wow, like, like this is a scammer, <laughs> Blah, like and they're they're all over the place, and I, I just I've I've been unable to really engage. Like I try to, the only time I really use it is when I'm following following along on a TV show, mm, like a live yeah. stream, like I do it for American Horror Story. Um, and I can't really think of anything else that I that I even use it for yeah. anymore. I've been saying for about five years that someone needs to invent a new Facebook. Like whatever the next thing is, we're, we're ready. <laughs> yeah, I, I know Google tried that and tried and failed yeah. very quickly. Yeah. And I mean, maybe, yeah. do we go back to Friendster? Is that where oh, we're at? Friendster. <laughs> MySpace? Oh, like well, MySpace with all like the glitterly the glittery covers. I mean, it's looking pretty good <laughs> right now, isn't it? Give you an epileptic shock. It was a simpler time. It was such a much simpler time. Oh my god. Um, okay, you you sent me another, and it's written. It was in Betches dot com. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. It was written by a woman named Jen Glantz. And I remember this woman because she used to write for Exojane. And it's called Four Bridesmaids Duties You Should Absolutely Say No To. And and I think the number yeah. one should be being when you're asked to be a bridesmaid. Say no. <laughs> the one time I was a bridesmaid, aside from my sister's wedding, I have to say it, it ruined the friendship. Like I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it I just ha- I had to. It was the most the the level of expectation put on these people, yeah. and I could not get over the amount of money. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and obviously it's more for women, right? right? So yeah, because <laughs> it's not just it's not just the the wedding. That's although that's obviously more for women too, right? Because you buy the dress, you buy the shoes whatever yeah. accessories yeah. you get your hair done maybe you pay someone to do your makeup but then also there's the expectation that like you'll throw a bridal shower and an engagement party and a bachelorette yeah. go fuck yourself i'm not doing any of that and then buy a wedding i'll gift. never forget <laughs> i was in this woman's wedding in her wedding and i had probably spent about twelve hundred dollars and uh-huh which is standard i think yeah right and she said, I gave her, I gave her a card or something on her wedding. She said, you didn't get me a present. I'm like, you've got, you're fucking kidding me, right? Like, first of all, I have a year to give you a gift. And I did just, True. you know, max everything out yeah. to be at your fucking <laughs> obnoxious bachelorette party where you, you know, those stupid buses and everyone's oh. like, what? It's like, you know, it's just a fucking mm-hmm. sorority girl nightmare. And I, I just... At that point, did it have a stripper pole in it? No, but and this is like 15 years ago, and could have been worse. The most obnoxious, <laughs> just I, it turned it just so turned me off to her and and like what people expect in situations like that. But and this 
obviously the, the number one thing that mentioned in this article is spending your rent money on the wedding. And it says yeah. being a bridesmaid is stupid expensive. If you have to do it a couple of times a year, you either have to drain your savings account, dip into your 401k or ask your parents for a loan all for what? Yeah. So you can pay for a stripper <laughs> to knock on the door of a bachelor party or to afford gifts for the engagement party, bridal shower and wedding. Before yep. you hug the bride and say, thanks for choosing me, think about how much money you're willing to spend on her wedding. Uh, yeah. And I, what I don't like about this is I don't like when people expect other people to spend money. You know, I don't like that either. <laughs> Are we making a, are we making a detour? No, I mean we'll get we'll oh, okay. I won't, we'll okay. get to your story, but in general, I don't care for like I I wonder if brides really take into consideration. You know, you know what? Here, here's an example. So my sister, my sister planned a surprise party for my other sister for her sixtieth, mm-hmm. and now this sister she's well off. And okay. she's calling everybody and she, I want to get this and I want to do that. And I want to get this haul and I want to, blah, blah, blah. and people were like, cool. Like, okay, what do you, what else? Like, what do you want us to do? And then eventually when nobody, you know, offered to kick in, uh, she, I think, I don't know if her husband said to her, like, look, you're not paying for that. Yeah, And so after all the phone calls she made, it ended up being this like little brunch at her house. And my sister was sending texts to my other sister. And keep in mind, the sister turning 60 and this other sister, they're Irish twins. They're 11 months apart. So this okay. sister turned 60 oh. this past year. <laughs> uh-huh. I see where this is going. Right. Where do you think this is going? This is this is a uh, this is boomeranging <laughs> back to an expectation that we mirror the exact same experience, but perhaps bigger. Well, maybe not even bigger, but but yeah. See, I would expect, I would think, look, if you do for one, you have to do for all. And uh-huh. I remember yeah. saying, I hope you plan on doing this for you know this sister, and yeah. my you know the sister making doing all the planning. She's calls my nephews and she's, you know, wanting money from them. And, you know, this is the same sister who, um, she and her husband, they're very well off and in their church, you know, they give away gift cards for food, but she makes the people, they make the people come to them and tell them what they've done that week to look for work. And I'm like, you, you can't, right? Oh my God. I'm like, you, you don't seriously do that, do you? I assume you told me that because I'm free to You're judge. You're free to judge. That's fine. And oh, okay, okay. It's, we're, it's this is a massive tangent because we're going off of of bridesmaids, but you know this idea of well, I want to plan this party. Okay, if you want to plan this party, mm-hmm. fucking pay for it, and then just bring everybody else in. Like, hey, I want you there. That's all I care about. I'll pay. Else. I just want you to yeah, pay. or if you want to be like at the helm of the party planning fine but i i don't think you can unilaterally choose okay this is the location this is this is the menu so on and so forth and then be like okay now yeah, everyone pay can't me. do that it's it's rude you can't yeah it's extortion it is and this is what my sister did and when no one was kicking in 
you know, she backpedaled, but she made all these calls because she wanted everyone to see like, oh, look at how great I am that I'm going to do this for the sister. And, you know, yeah. anyway. Uh, like, well, the, the thing about being a bridesmaid too, is like you, you typically have to accept before you have any notion of yeah. what the budget yeah, is like. like yeah. You pick behind, pick, you know, door number one or door number two, and you just don't know what you're getting. Yeah. And and yeah. I don't know if, if, like, people getting married realize that. You know, if you're going to ask people to be your bridesmaid or whatnot, you better, you, you should have a solid plan and say, hey, you know, it, it's probably going to come to around this. If it's not something you can do, I totally understand. But you can't bamboozle people mm-hmm. into this. <laughs> You know, so right. I, I mean, I I would like to add that if you're asking someone to be in your wedding party, you should also um, like and respect them, <laughs> which means you know treating them like adults and saying, "Oh yeah, maybe you can decide what to do yeah, with exactly. your own hair." You know, this whole like, "Oh, we all have to wear this," and oh, I, I'm I'm glad I'm not at that age where. If I if I ever did get married, it would be city hall all the way, and I I just wouldn't mm-hmm. want all those trappings. I can't. I just I don't even know what I'm saying here. I'm saying I would never want to be a fucking bridesmaid after that one horrible experience. <laughs> I I'm really impressed you've gotten away with doing it only but once. But see, here's the thing about me, and I haven't well I haven't been asked that many times. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. My friend Karen didn't have anybody and had her sister, two sisters. Um, and I don't uh-huh. think I've had enough close friends, really. I mean, I've been in my sisters uh, and my other two sisters. They didn't have, yeah. they didn't have uh, regular weddings. They didn't have a bridal party. So, yeah, I guess just because. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a little surprised you didn't get drawn into the. Um the circle of obligation in your sorority. Uh, no, let me tell you something about those, those weddings can quickly get huge and out no, of hand, right? But what, what does go around fairly, not frequently, but we get them enough are we get these chains of us, oh, you know, so-and-so's husband died and we're all kicking in for flowers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so-and-so, you know, this happened. And then I, I can remember like two years ago, I got I got an email. I was part of this chain. It was a part of the group on Facebook, and someone said, "Well, so and so is having trouble leaving, you know, her husband, and they're just they have a very bad relationship, and she needs to get back on her feet." Okay, and I, that, that was where I drew the line, and I just replied to everybody, and I said, "Okay, we all know who this person is. We all know that she is. She's had some history of." of lying to all of us. And I said, before people get sucked into that, make sure everybody knows what they're getting into because they were newer sisters that, that weren't around. They Mm -hmm. pledged years after we were gone. And I'm like, make sure everybody knows what they're getting into and make sure everyone knows this woman's history. I can't believe you did that. That's bold as hell. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I, can't believe I, I mean, I don't, of course I got, you know, people replying back and they're like, well, we're a sisterhood and, blah, 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 and 
Go fuck yourself. You didn't care. You know what? You know what? You're a sisterhood. I don't remember any of you assholes ponying up flowers when my father died. I don't remember any of this going mm. around. Like, yeah. So give me a break. You know, no, I'm not going to yeah. be sucked into your little stupid chain because this woman has drawn you in. This woman has constant drama in her life. Constant yeah. drama. All right. Well, now I see how you have avoided. Because <laughs> I just say, fuck These no. <laughs> Not my problem. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two on this list is wearing an ugly, expensive dress, which they all are. They all are. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. The and also, can can we just can we just acknowledge too that, um, whatever the opposite of vanity sizing is 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 how bridesmaids' dresses are sized. Meaning what? Like, so people will try on a wedding dress and like maybe they're maybe they're usually like a size ten, but in a wedding dress, you're a size six. Oh my god. <laughs> but but a bridesmaid dress, it's like oh you're usually a four. Well now you're a twelve. Oh, right. Number and just why <laughs> number three becoming her personal assistant yeah this is the other reason why i wouldn't do it um you know like having to run all the trips nowhere in the job description for bridesmaids does it say you are my personal bitch on call 24 7 for all my needs wants and desires the only thing the bridesmaids yeah. description should say is that that you're dtf down to have fun even when my crazy mother-in-law is stressing me out over the color of tablecloths yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, expectations. Yeah. I had to fire another bridesmaid one time. It was. W awkward. Were you in a wedding, or was it yours? Mm -hmm. Oh no, no, I didn't. I didn't have any bridesmaids. I went to city hall. Why? No. Why did you have to fire? The um, because the bride wanted her fired. <laughs> um, to be fair, she she was not pulling her weight. She was supposed to be the maid of honor. Um, which, for those un uninitiated, means she's supposed to do everything. Oh, you know what? <laughs> she's, God, she's, I'm sorry. I just yeah. realized I was the maid of honor. Fuck, how did I forget that? I know why I forgot this. I was the maid of honor of my best friend from high school's wedding. And it okay. was great, uh, although I remember very distinctly. Uh, I was getting... It was before I really knew what the depression and the anxiety was. And mm -hmm. as the day went on, I could feel the panic attack, anxiety attack coming. And I w was like getting mm -hmm. very quiet and very subdued. And I just knew something wasn't right. And so we go through the wedding, yeah. go to the wedding, get to the hall. And at that, now at that point, now I'm just like shaking. I just was, the, I was minutes away from the full blown like panic anxiety attack. And I left sounds terrible. the reception and I never came back, which, yeah. And, and years later I apologized to her and I'll tell you in my life, I have very, very few moments where I'm like, Oh, it's like where I'm really filled with shame. That's right at the top. Yo, fuck. Oh, yeah. really? That must've That's... been so embarrassing for her. Huh? You know? Uh, hmm. Well, I mean, I understand apologizing, but I, I, I also don't think it's, I mean, it, you know, it's obviously not something that you chose. So I don't think it's something you should feel ashamed of, but, but you know, you, you could feel how you feel. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just felt terrible because yeah, I just felt terrible. Yeah. I must've, that must've embarrassed her. I get that. You know, uh, but hopefully she was understanding when you, 
explained. She was a great, I have to say, she was a fantastic bride. Good. So, uh, okay. So the personal assistant, right? Uh, Number four is being a bridesmaid. (laughs) 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 Then we have a tweet. Being a bridesmaid is like working two nine to five shifts in a row and not getting paid. That's true. (laughs) This is really true. It's very true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Accurate. There's zero reason to need... 10 bridesmaids i think there's zero reason really for bridesmaids honestly like you you want them in the pictures it seems like but i don't like i don't really know why i get it i don't get it what is it (laughs) i don't either like why can't we acknowledge that this is that pictures as in everything else to do with weddings like it's it's about the couple right so okay, maybe you want your parents in there if they're if they're in attendance, but I don't I, I don't know why you. Oh, what need about the people? A wedding party, with, really? Like the dogs in the wedding, or the the, the kids, the young kids, and the and this and that. Holy mother of God, they've just become yeah. huge productions. You know, it's like, oh my God, is this a wedding or is this fucking Godspell? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Is this a wedding? <laughs> well, that would really be something. <laughs> if I couldn't tell the difference, that would be that'd be my top five weddings. This is our town. What is going on <laughs> with the signs and the music and the dancing down the aisles? It's like holy shit, why? Just go to City Hall. Okay, so uh, long story short, being a bridesmaid sucks. But Jen Glance, I have to say, she mm-hmm. came up with a company where called um, always a bridesmaid where she does all this stuff for the bride. Uh-huh. Like she's, she's a professional bridesmaid. Okay. Uh, oh, ex, it's called bride wow. bridesmaid for hire. And. Oh brilliant. man, that is <sighs> brilliant. I it is. And also just, man, what a hero. She's really taken one for the team. She really is. But I can remember she used to write these sort of Carrie Bradshaw-esque essays for Exo Jane. She had a website and I can remember like her photo was her sitting on the on the steps of her a Manhattan apartment that you know, it's like, oh, we get it, Carrie. You know, yeah. it was that. Got it. Got it. <laughs> and then she wrote an essay about starting this company, and I'm like, that is fucking brilliant. It really is. So uh, yeah. that site is called bridesmaidforhire.com. And now I guess she's engaged and I guess she's mm. letting people uh, like sort of like kind of like a choose your own adventure mm-hmm. where like you should do this and you should do that. And then she takes all the input and she ma- like she lets other people help plan her wedding, like readers or fans or whatever. So it's cute. Huh. Bridesmaids for Hire is, uh, okay. is the site. Uh, now, you had a situation at work. I did. Yeah. Um, there's there have been a couple recently, um, and it they are they're all related to generally feeling like I can't leave my house anymore without being shaken down for money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not talking about oh I had to go out I went out to eat and I had to tip like that's that's not it. <laughs> We've acknowledged that tipping is a thing that is built in. Okay, I get that, but 
one one thing that happened uh was our um cleaning lady left she was getting a new job Mm -hmm. and it was a job that was better for a number of reasons i think it was closer to home better paying so on and so forth and so the response to this for some reason was like oh well we should we should pool our pool our money and give her a a going away gift and i was like Hmm? I'm sorry. What now? <laughs> why don't Why do I owe this person money? She She, she just told me she's getting a job that pays more money. Right. Why do I need to congratulate her with money? I I don't understand. Uh, so I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> held firm. Uh, held firm in my convictions. Mm-hmm. And then this morning, uh, I was at a staff meeting, and uh, my pregnant coworker is out she's on a baby moon Mm -hmm. and my boss was like oh and we got to talk about planning a baby shower and i was like "Hmm? what's up now (laughs) so so what at at work (laughs) what i was like "Eh, i think her sister's probably doing that she was like well i know but like you know you can you could do two and i was like no why like who gets two why would you get two right no i don't know i just I, i don't (laughs) I just don't understand people who don't get, who just don't stop and go, okay, wait a minute. Now, if I put that out there, a lot of people are going to feel obligated. They're going to feel pressured. And what if these people- Well, that's what happened. That's what happened next. Because I I asked my follow-up questions and she was like, oh, well, if if you're uncomfortable with it, you don't have to come. And I was like, yes, I do. Right. Because if I (laughs) I don't come, then I'm the asshole. Then I'm the office asshole. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it, if it's happening, I have to go. Right. right. I mean, that's that's how this is. Um, and now everyone is obligated and it's very awkward. And it and it's very it's to me, it's very awkward to blend our personal lives in that way. <laughs> like when I come to work, yeah. I'm I'm happy to be friendly with people. Like I'm yeah. I'm happy to to share stories about my life and yeah. I'm happy for you if you have a, a something in your life you're happy about, but like we're not girlfriends. I, I well that and I again I resent being obligated to spend money yeah. on this thing that I didn't choose. Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, it's just it's weird to me that yeah, that there's a there's a home shower and a and a um and an office shower, especially because this isn't the first office baby. This is the first office first baby. And I, I guess like, can anyone explain to me why when it's your first baby, you, you have an infinite number of showers, one at home, one at work, one at the supermarket, yeah. etc. And for your second baby, no one gives a shit. Cause you know why? I have a number of because people have figured out it's a fucking scam. Number one. And number two, they're like, Oh, that was a, that was a time suck. I'm not doing that again. Yeah. I, so, so that is the situation. So I'm, so I'm going to a baby shower at work. <laughs> it seems. And, um, the other thing about this that I, I feel was not really thought through is, you know, we don't, we don't celebrate anyone else's lives in this way. Right. This was like, a sex in the city episode. Exactly. Right. But like, if someone like, I don't know, I, I, again, like, I'm not trying to downplay this event. You're excited about it. Good for you. Do your thing. But like, 
there are things I'm excited about and only I am excited about them. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I finish grad school, are you, are we throwing me a shower? Right. Yeah. Like what? The- I, I pay off my student loans. Are we throwing me a shower? Like what is, what is the Where's difference? Where's the limit? You know, and why right. don't we acknowledge, um, I'll go back to my situation with my sisters again. My one sister, the the Christian one, absolutely believes, it's so clear that she believes that, you know, a woman who has kids, that life is far more valuable than somebody's somebody who does it. So she, I mean, a lot of people think this, obviously. Right. You know, so it's constantly, oh, Paula, 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 Paula. Who's going to do this for Paula? Who's going to be doing this for Paula? And I can remember when I was giving my sister, all, my other sister, all that money. Um, mm-hmm. This this sister did not say boo about all the money <laughs> I was giving my sister. And yeah. just did not seem at all concerned that I was almost, not bankrupting, not bankrupt, but... You, you, I, I screwed you my finances. Put up. A lot out there. I screwed my finances right. up big time by giving my sister so much money. Yeah, you gave her a lot yeah. of money, and you know, and she never gave any of it back. But anywho, and I knew she wouldn't give any of it back, and I still gave it, and that's fine. But this one sister yeah. did not seem at all concerned. You know, here I am, a single person, and she's talking about my other sister. Well, you know, and she's got the two kids to raise that, you know, she raises my niece's children and, you know, she doesn't have a husband. And it's like, yeah, but she has like two, three kids kicking in money. She, right. Oh, you know who else doesn't have a yeah, husband? P.S. me. <laughs> but see, it's different because right? her husband died. Okay. You know, and it and really is. It's one life is, it's clearly far more valuable than the other. Yep. You know, and, uh. I'll tell you one thing. My next big life event, we're throwing me a party. I don't give a shit. We're throwing a work party. I'm disrupting everybody's day. I'm going to make it clear that I expect gifts. That's what we're doing. And it, because we're, we're going to be equals here. And it it really should be, you know, look, if this is going to be a company policy where every time somebody gets someone jizzes in somebody's vagina, if this is going to be a company policy that when somebody gets married, <laughs> we're going to have a lot of parties, right? Exactly. Um, if this is going to be a policy where we're going to celebrate those milestones, then we're going to celebrate all kinds of milestones. Like when so-and-so right? gets their grad degree or when so-and-so, you know, passes papers on a house, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to just celebrate the ones that involve men. <laughs> Right? Or getting a man or having a man. We're going to celebrate everything. Or having kids. Fair is fair. It is. That's all I'm saying. You're going to interrupt everyone's day. I just don't, <laughs> you know, especially because, and I feel like weddings are the last, what's the word, bastion? There's a word. It's sort of the last, after paying for dates, you know, women don't want to pay for mm-hmm. dates. We have to let go of the wedding thing, too. That would that be great we, if, if we, we would could do, do that. that. We really have to let go of. Now, it's one thing to have like a little ceremony. Like, oh, we have mm-hmm. a, so whatever you're, whether it's a, a pastor or a, a priest or just an officiant, whatever it is, and you want to gather your friends. That's cool. That's not necessarily a wedding as much as it, it is, you know, just the ceremony. 
and I want my friends to yeah. witness it. But yeah. this whole, we've got to rent this and we've got to do that and the dresses and the this and the caterer and the, oh my God, we've got to get rid of it. I don't see it going anywhere anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it's just such an antiquated, it, it's so. It is. It, it just, yeah. it, there's no place in today's, it, it, there's no place for it in today's society, to be honest. Hmm. Hmm. Do you disagree? Wow. This is going to be a controversial episode. <laughs> you selfish bitches get married. Cut it out. <laughs> you know, just, just realize, just, I feel like we have to sometimes remind people what, where these traditions came from. <laughs> yeah. And what they're really about. Yeah. And I mean, again, for me, it really all circles back to, I'm happy to celebrate your life event, but do not shake me down for money. It's just I'm not going to be extorted it's anymore. It's just <laughs> rude. I don't understand people who this is such a fundamental uh, etiquette. You you don't yep. expect anybody to pay money, like pay pay for your stuff. You don't never expect that. If you want to do something. You pay for it. Right? I, I just, I don't understand. You know, and that's why I get so shocked at the way my sister is because we were raised, you know, my father, you know, my father did a lot for a lot of people, spent, you know, spared no expense and never once talked about it, never once asked for anything in return. And so when I see my sister, behave in a way that I feel so uncouth. I just go, how did we have the same father? How did you miss this? <laughs> That's a good how question. did you miss this? Yeah. You know, because he, he, my father was so always about the what's, what's appropriate. And mm -hmm. you never, ever, ever, Hey, I'm going to invite everyone over for dinner. It's like when my sister would invite us over for, for, as you can tell, I'm bitching about my sister. This is my, I'm going to, that's what the episode is about too. Um, when my sister would invite us over for holiday meals, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go because the, the last, you know, the minute somebody finishes their meal, they're like, okay, look, who's going to help do the dishes? It's like, fuck, you don't want mm, Oh yeah. It's that, that, uh, competitive rush to be Well, helpful. it's also the expectation. Like I had you over my house for a meal and now you're all going to help me clean. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Isn't that kind of rude. You know, if you're going to invite people over to your house. It, we should we should want to help. We should offer to help. But right. Having that. But, but if, if we, we don't, don't, you don't get to right. be mad about it. You know, we just might want to, I don't know, like celebrate a holiday and not have to work. You offered. You're the one who wanted to do this. Hire people right. to, to clean up. I have I have this theory that holidays are going to die with my generation. Why? Why do you think that? Um, for one thing, uh, people my age and younger have fewer siblings. Mm. Um, another thing is we're further away from each other than ever before. Um, so it's much, it's much harder and much more burdensome to gather everyone for mm -hmm. a holiday. And also once one set of siblings has their first kids, like they don't, they don't really give a shit about the rest right. of the family anymore. Um, to be honest, they get they get pretty 
pretty tunnel vision, self-centered, like, this is the most important thing, which is fine. But then, um, you know, people younger than that, right, who don't have kids or who are still single are not going to be the ones to be like, oh, let's let's all get together on Thanksgiving, you know? So it's it's just it's gonna die. Oh, I think. I would love for that to happen. I think it is. Final thoughts. Pay for your own stuff. You selfish assholes. <laughs> but tip. tip, you selfish assholes. <laughs> okay, we have uh, we have a a letter that we that we that we. Uh, received from um her her Hmm? username was insecure and staying on the theme of money okay let me read Mm -hmm. insecure 29 years old says hold on i don't have an ideological argument for men paying not paying for dates i used to pay my share and not even think about it but a couple of bad experiences and unsatisfying guidance from girlfriends has got me thinking about this more i'm hoping you can point out my blind spots and help me think about this in a more logical manner and perhaps maintain some sanity number one petty and cheap people i'm trying to are we petty and cheap oh i think that's us I'm trying to find a giving and supportive partner (laughs) and want to filter out as early as possible people who are cheap and petty after my recent dating experience. The guy in question was adamant about fairness and not paying for dates. And at first I thought it was just a dating thing, but later found that it was extended to his entire worldview. He was hypervigilant about people taking advantage of him, but didn't care if he was taking advantage of others. For example, during a taco date, at a cash only place. I only realized it was cash only when I got the, got to the counter to order. I asked if he had a dollar to lend since I didn't have enough cash. Hmm. And his reaction was, don't you have a card? And only lent me the one dollar, one fucking dollar after I promised to Venmo him the money. Oh my God. The taco place <laughs> we were at had an, had an ordering counter and a collection counter. The collection counter was a mess with people jostling one another to get to the front to collect. The cutleries were also at the front of this massive people. He didn't offer to help me collect my order, even though he already managed to get to the front of the line and I was having problems squeezing through. He didn't grab extra forks for me when he was at the front and then later on asked me to squeeze through the crowd to grab some paper towels for him because he forgot. The entire three months we were dating, I felt like he was always only looking out for himself and wouldn't inconvenience himself for me, even for the little things, much less one day have my back. I felt like... He was always trying to make sure I didn't owe him anything, but wasn't as aware of the things I was contributing, spending hours listening to him talk through his anxieties and encouraging right, and encouraging him. Mm, now there's a Patreon for that. Things like for our dates, inexpensive gifts, et cetera. Okay. I, I don't see what this has to do with money as much as it has to do with don't date assholes. Right? Uh, like the, yeah. <laughs> Right. And yeah, I, what I think it's is just that she's using the money aspect as a litmus test, right? Well, if he, you know, if he is this or that, or if he's cheap, mm, yeah. then he's not going to be considerate. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Now, his, first of all, when she asked him for a dollar and he 
made her Venmo it. Okay, look. What Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> come, come on. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. What like in what world would you even consider right. dating somebody like that? You know, so but this isn't about money because I can assure you he showed these signs before. Before this instance, there were other signs. It's not just where money is concerned. Yeah. You know, when he asked you to push through the crowd to get right. the napkins. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, he's a douche. Money has nothing to do with this. No, it's just a symptom. It's just, a, it's right. It's an outlier. Am I, is that right? It's an outlier? Well, it is, yeah. Okay. Now, here's the second situation. Mm-hmm. Number two, men who treat me like filler. I was happy paying my share. The guy suggested we split the bill on our first date and that we just split the bill automatically on subsequent dates until he accidentally let slip that he was paying for all his other, all his other dates with other women. It made me feel like he was willing to pay when it came to other women, but it wasn't worth it for him to pay for me. It really hurt. Okay. I'm going to stop here and say, the fact that he's not paying for you isn't the real problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> the real problem is he's telling you he's paying for other women. Yeah, what the fuck? Again, <laughs> outlier cause, right? Outlier root cause. Yeah. The root cause here is that you date assholes. Yeah, it sounds like. That's the root cause. <laughs> We've got two, at least. I felt like I wasn't good enough, and I was foolish and stupid and just wasted all this time subsidizing his dates with other women. Is mm. paying for dates a good filter? or at least one of the proceed with caution signals to spotting these types of men mentioned above, why and why not? What are the signs I should be looking for when it comes to spotting men like that on dates? Mm-hmm. Well, but, okay. I don't happen to think that whether or not they pay is indicative of their character. No, um, no, it's not. It's not. But there are some things that are. Yes, that have nothing to do with money. Right. And that have to do with being inconsiderate, being insensitive. You know, somebody telling you, he should not be telling you that he's dating other women. And, and this whole, well, he let it slip. When you when you genuinely care about somebody, you're, you're more cautious than that. Yeah. He That's not the kind of thing slip. that slips out. Right. He didn't just let it slip. He just didn't care. And I no. think that's, that's what this comes down to is you're dating men who... Don't, it's not you. They're, they just don't care about anybody but themselves. Yeah. You're dating arrogant men. And as far as what are some early signs, do they dominate the conversation? Do they take your needs and your schedule and your whatever? Do they take you into consideration when planning dates? Yeah. Do they listen? Do you have to repeat yourself a lot? You know, do you have to rem- remind them of things that you know you've told them? Do mm-hmm. they, when you say certain things like, oh, you know, my birthday's next week, do they gloss right over it? Or do, when you say, oh, you know, I wasn't feeling good the other day, do they say, oh, you know, how are you feeling now? Or do they gloss right over it? Yeah. These are little signs that you need to pay attention to. These are the signs of them not showing any concern or interest in you. 
Yeah, I I think um, beyond these conversational things, there are some behavioral things to look for too. That mm-hmm. that would be rude if if they did to a stranger. Right. <laughs> so like, if they don't hold the door open for you when you're right behind them, Oof. that's that's rude, right? You wouldn't do that to a stranger mm-hmm. if you are polite. Um, and I'm I'm not talking about like pull the door open, let you go in first. I'm literally just saying like if they shut the door in your face. Mm-hmm. When, they, when they could just as easily give it an extra little tap, right, to hold it open for you. That's rude. And right. you wouldn't do that to a stranger. Right. Um, yeah. If they don't match your pace when you're walking and you have to, like, run to keep up with them. Right. Again, it's like just being so completely out of, out of tune and out of touch mm-hmm. with you. You know, like, again, and we'll talk about the disappearing from a text or an email conversation. Yeah. That's one. That's a big one. Yeah. That is a huge one that you should pay attention to. We're talking about if they disappear at a crucial point. Yeah. Uh, If you are sharing a meal with them and they finish first and they rush you because they're done. They rush you in general. (laughs) Yeah. If they rush you in general. Um, Yeah. I mean, these are all things that like you wouldn't, do to a stranger right if they're if they're treating you worse than a stranger they're an asshole yeah um what are the signs i should be looking for when it comes to spotting men like that on dates well you're just looking you're looking for signs that someone is inconsiderate and someone is self-absorbed and self-important and thinks they are more deserving than others you're looking for you're looking for entitlement yeah for signs of entitlement That the money just has nothing to, like you said, the money is just an outlier. You know, before you even get to that point, there are going to be signs that the guy mm-hmm. just, or the or whoever, the, the woman, just isn't a good person. Doesn't care. You know, if yeah. they show no interest, if they ask no questions, if they disappear in the middle of text conversations, if when they're planning the date, they don't really take your needs into consideration. Yeah, we had a good example a couple of weeks ago where there was a guy who um, basically said like, oh, well, you can, you can cancel that thing you're doing because our date is obviously more important. Right. Yeah, that level of entitlement. Yeah, that was all that, and that's a litmus test for usually for narcissists and abusers. Will this mm, person yeah. will this person be easy to control? If she, if she decides to not do this thing because I told her, then that's someone I want to stay with. They have their own litmus tests. Yeah. So that's my answer. You want to fail them. <laughs> you want to fail them, exactly. <laughs> so insecure, that's my, those are my two cents. Get it? Money issue, mm-hmm. two cents. <laughs> I got it. I like. I liked it. You don't have a sound I effect, do. though. I do. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Or. <laughs> what the? Yeah. There you go. That was the one we were looking oh, for. Oh, there we go. That was the one I was so, waiting for. Insecure, <laughs> look for the look for lack of consideration. Look for self-absorption. Look for selfishness because these men are selfish. That's what you need to look for. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they sound pretty awful. Yeah, they sound pretty unpleasant. Uh, I recently wrote yeah. an essay about dating app hacks that's up on the site, mm-hmm. uh, womenologypod.com. Okay. It's also on my event sites, buffsandbrainiacs.com. And it just gives about how to 
you know, how to, I guess, rig the system a little bit more in your favor. And one thing I, I don't think people are aware of is the less you swipe yes on somebody, that affects who shows up in your search results. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, it's right. That's good um, information. That's, I'm not thinking of that gift from friends. That's totally new information. So that's yeah. brand new information. <laughs> swipe, be a little bit more flexible with who you swipe on. You don't have to go out with them. You can unmatch them, but, but swipe a little bit more often to, to see a change mm-hmm. and an improvement in your matches. I mean, in your searches, in your search results. That was just one thing I wanted to put out, out there. Uh, Sarah, are you going to share yeah. before we go? <sighs> nope. I'm good. Okay, well. <laughs> got to save something for next week, you know? Yeah, got to save it all. Guys, follow us on the things, Womenology Pod. Join the mailing list at womenologypod.com. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Uh, send us questions. Mm-hmm. Go to womenologypod.com and send us questions. Because as you can tell, we are brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and we love we know we really do love these questions. And something that Sarah said that I that I completely co-sign on is uh it's so great that we have such intelligent uh listeners. Yeah, I did say that. And so yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep that keep that energy, keep that stuff coming. Yeah. Sarah. Join the Matreon if you want. Join the Matreon. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to start that. Um, don't be a bridesmaid ever. Um, and say no to office baby showers. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sarah. Yeah. This is the end. That's it. Goodbye. Bye.